0: Hey, family, this is Mo Lives on Purpose. My name is Monique Moss, also known as Mo, and I am here to tell you about all the details of how I went from a life of hopelessness to a life full of hope and purpose. And I'm also going to be empowering you to live on purpose mentally, physically, relationally, financially, and most of all, spiritually. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Although we will talk about mental and emotional health from time to time, I want you to know that this podcast does not take the place of actual therapy. I encourage everyone to go and find a therapist that fits your personal needs so that you can do the work that you need to do in order to recover from any mental and emotional trauma As well as just working through all the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis. Hey, y'all. So, your girl is out here being, when I say intentional, with the intentions, disciplined, with the discipline. (laughs) I have... I'm just patting on my own back right now because I have just been in this whole vibe and I know it is the beginning of 2022 and usually we all in our vibe you know at the beginning of the year and we fall off but I am a firm believer that I am going to be super disciplined this year. And I say that because if you listen to last week's episode, I was talking about how I have come to the realization, which I've had this realization before, but I think this type of realization is different in different seasons. And what I mean by that. Well let me tell you what the realization is first. <laughs> How about I do that? <laughs> so I've come to the realization. That all of these goals. That I have set for my life. This vision I have for my life. um, That. It is going to be impossible. For me to see the results that I want in all of these different areas of my life if I don't take God with me. And if you listened last week, I'm not going to go into the same amount of detail like I did then, but basically what I'm saying is I have to work on the spiritual aspect of my life and I think everything else will just fall into alignment. And so I've had that realization before. But I think as you go through different seasons of your life, so like the season in my life where I failed out of nursing school, I had that realization because I needed to really lean into God to figure out what do I do next. Um, once I became a teacher, once I became a school counselor, then after that, you know, meeting my husband and making decisions on, on that, you know, and even prior to that, making the decision to leave abusive relationships or toxic relationships, like all of these different seasons in my life, um, Even, you know, becoming a mother and um, now shifting into the season of my life where I've made this major career change. And y'all, I'm just going to say God has been amazing in showing me how much I need him. He has been amazing in giving me vision for the future. And it's so funny because sometimes the vision is, hey, I need you to do this now, but I'm not going to tell you what it's going to lead to. And sometimes the vision is, I'm showing you what I want you to do in the future, but I'm not showing you what the steps to get there will be. I'm not showing you how long it's going to be between now, and you get in there, but this is what is to come. And it just blows my mind. Like the last time I had a major vision like that, God was telling me that I needed to go back to school to become an LPC. And I had the option. I don't know if I mentioned this before when I was talking about that whole thing, but I had the option to simply take whatever courses i hadn't taken to become a school counselor um so that i could you know basically it would be a non degree sinking you know kind of deal where i would just be taking the on- the leftover classes to become an lpc do the internship and then you know finish and then Um, work on my hours. That would have taken me maybe, you know, a year, year and a half. Um, I don't know. I I never calculated how much time that would have taken me. But instead, I ended up doing, I want to say, I was in school for like two years, maybe two and a half years. I basically decided to get a whole second master's degree. And there were various factors that went into that. But I really think God led me to do that because the timing of everything is so important. And I really think God needed me to sit through a whole nother degree because a lot of the stuff that I learned to become a school counselor, I had a whole different perspective in life at that point in time. When I started working on my school counseling degree, I was, um, in and out of that toxic relationship. Um, I was, I didn't have any kids I still lived with my parents off and on. Um, so yeah, so me in that season of life when I was working towards my school counseling versus me when I started to work on becoming a professional counselor, a therapist, completely different seasons. When I started going to school to become a therapist, My son, I think, was one years old. He's now four, almost five. (laughs) Um, I was newly married. Me and my husband have been married for maybe a year and a half. Um, No, maybe two. Two years, I think. And um, my daughter was still in middle school. So life from the first master's to the second master's completely different and i really think i needed to go through all of the courses so that you know because my lens was different life was different so i learned so much more about myself um and my past and my present and my future. Like I just learned so much about myself and also while learning how best to serve others. So um I don't even know why I touched on that because I was not intending on talking about that. But basically, kind of going back back to my original point is I cannot do hard things. That's what was the title of my, um, episode from last week, I can do hard things. I, but I cannot do hard things without taking God with me because I'm one of those people. I don't know about you. I want to take God with me wherever I go, because I want whatever I do to be blessed. And, you know, in his will, because otherwise I feel like I believe that it leads to destruction um, or it leads to unfavorable results or results that are not blessed by him. And I don't want to know what that look like. I I have no intention of finding out what does life look like if I don't take God with me. No, thank you. Been there, done that. Got a t-shirt, got a handbag, got a tote got every kind of paraphernalia for that. No, thank you. I'm good. I don't want to know what the rest of my life looks like if I don't take God with me. So (laughs) anyway, um, what I really wanted to talk about today is faith and not just plain old regular faith, but faith to finish faith to finish what God has purposed you to do that you may have started you not getting the results that you want to see it could have you know you may have been working at something for a few months. You may have been working at something for a few years. You may have been working at something for 10 years, 20 years and the results that you really thought you would see whatever that is does not look like you know what you pictured or what you envisioned. And so now that leaves you to question Am I on the right track? Am I doing the right thing? Was this really what God asked me to do? You know, blase, blase. You know, all of these questions we get when things don't look the way that we want it to look. And I'm a firm believer. Like when God gives us vision, one, we still have to pray about it and make sure that we are removing ourselves from that vision as far as. I don't want my vision from God to be sprinkled in with too much Monique because then it's going to be tainted. It's going to, you know, be lukewarm. It's going to be double-minded. And we're going to talk about double-mindedness in a minute. But um, we have to pray on the vision that we get. And when you pray on the vision that you get, you start doing the work towards that vision. You still have to reevaluate. And reassess and make sure that you're still in alignment with what God is telling you to do. And, like I said, where you're not putting too much of you and what you want into it versus what God is asking you to do. So, let's start off with the scripture. The first scripture I want to read to you guys, I have a few, is Hebrews 11 and 1, one of my favorite scriptures. And Hebrews chapter eleven talks a lot about faith, and it talks about different people in the Bible that had faith, and um, and yeah. So basically, it defines what faith is to us in the very first verse. Like, I love a good old definition. Like, give me some definition, Jesus. Hebrews eleven and one says, faith. Is the certainty of things hoped for, proof or evidence of the things that are things that are not seen. So if we can see it, it does not take faith to believe in it. There are so many people um that I have seen on social media. Um You know, just people in general, they don't have the same faith that I do or they don't have the same. um... So basically, I'm a Christian, right? So not everybody is a Christian. And I think one of the things that I used to assume was that everybody was Christian ish. (laughs) (laughs) and that's just not true you know you can't assume that everybody's a christian but i'm also one of those people like you know you choose to do what you want to do um i'm not going to judge you know so if you choose not to be christian or you are you know, you feel like that's just not the religion or I'm not super religious because that's a whole nother conversation. We're not going to go there today, but, um, anyway, basically what I'm saying, there's a lot of people that don't believe in Jesus, right? They believe in God. They believe in a higher power. They believe in, you know, whatever it is that people choose to believe in and that's their choice. Um, But I'm saying that to say my faith, my belief in Jesus is based on my personal experiences and a lot of the situations I've been in and things that have happened in my life. I have no choice but to believe that Jesus exists and is real and that God exists and is real. The Holy Spirit is real. Like, I have no choice but to believe it. Because I have the evidence in my personal life that he is real. Um, even if I can't physically see him, I know just based off my personal experience that he is real. And my faith has been tested several times before. And at the end of the day, at the end of every situation I've been in, God has just made a way for me to come out on top. Um, So I say that to say, even if you can't see something or someone or whatever, you know, even if you can't see it, consider the evidence Consider what you're hoping for. Um, so, yeah. Whatever we hope for, the scripture is telling us, whatever it is that we hope for, we have faith that it will happen, that it will come to pass, even if it's not what we see. And then further on, you know, down in that scripture, in that book, um, sorry, in that chapter... Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, without faith is impossible to please God. And so, thinking about the faith to finish, going back to our topic. If I start something that I feel like God has envisioned, uh, has given me the vision to do. I start it and it's not looking the way that I want it to look. Then that means I need to do a few things. One, I need to read my word. I have to constantly, I'm getting to the realization. I I will tell y'all and I'm being super transparent that I have not been one of those people that consistently reads my Bible every day. But over the last several months, I have been intentional about reading scripture and reading devotionals. Um, But here lately, God has told me like, if you want to get what you envision for your life, that I have to be in the word daily and not just, you know, you know, you read a devotional and it comes with a little scripture or whatever. And that connects the scripture to the devotional. That's cool. That's fine. That's dandy. But God told me personally, I need you to do more. I need you to read more. I need you to. You asked for wisdom. Let's let's talk about it. I have asked God for wisdom, because I want to make sure that the steps that I take are the right steps. And in order to do that, I have to have faith, and I have to have the wisdom and discernment to know. That God is leading me down these paths. So I've asked God. Like God give me wisdom. Give me discernment. And so in me asking him for that. His response to me was. Well you just need to get in my word a little bit more. Because a lot of wisdom comes from the word. I was like okay Jesus. My bad. (laughs) So I have had to be very intentional about. Not simply relying on a devotional to feed me spiritually. Like, devotionals are amazing. Like, I still read devotionals. Don't get me wrong. But I um, I just know that that's not enough for where I'm going. In order for me to get to the point that I envision for myself, I have to read the Bible more. I have to absorb the Bible more and have more understanding of it let's let me just stop and give you an example so for example what I talked about last week my struggles I'm I probably talk about this every week so yeah it is what it is but this is just my life application <laughs> me explaining my personal situation so weight loss and finances my two big struggles right Self-awareness is key. You have to know what your strengths and your weaknesses are, and these are mine. These are my weaknesses. Weight loss, um, and and finances. And don't get me wrong. Yes, I want to lose weight. But for the most part, I want to be healthy. I want to have longevity. I want to, you know, I, I like I told y'all last week. I was diagnosed with di- diabetes at 29. That's pretty young, and so I want to make sure that by the time I'm 50, 60, I'm not with having to have a limb amputated or on dialysis or having heart issues like. I've seen that in my family and I've seen that with other people, and I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that, you know. I want to be here to see my grandkids. Like, there is a lot of things that I do, I foresee could happen in my future. So, in order for me to prevent that, I have to lose this weight. Okay, so it's not about vanity. Like, yes. Your girl do want a slim waist, but (laughs) that does not take precedence over me just being healthy in general. Okay. Anyway, so weight loss and finances. In order for me to get to a point where I'm not so reliant on certain foods when I'm like, okay, so let me rewind. I am I can be an emotional eater. If I'm feeling good and an emotional spender, let's not get it wrong. If I'm feeling good, I'm like, oh, Jesus, thank you for this payday. Thank you for allowing me to have a job that I get paid for. Thank you for my husband that is a provider and he is providing money and finances and support and stability for our family. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go to Target and celebrate. <laughs> right? So I got I, I do have a problem. Like Target is the whole vibe. And I have I'm so proud of myself, y'all. I have not been to Target all year. I know. <laughs> I know it's only we would. I'm recording this on Monday, MLK Day. To be exact, uh, January 17th. So we are 17 days into 2022 and your girl has not been to Target yet. I had an excuse to go to Target this morning because my husband is taking a work trip um, this week and he said, hey, I need some like travel size stuff, whatever, whatever for the trip for the, you know, for the airport or whatever. Um, And I was like, oh, I can go to Target and go to their trial, like, like their travel section. And then I was like, oh, I can go see what new clothes they have. Oh, I can go see what kind of notebooks. Because I'm like, when I say I hoard notebooks, I hoard journals. Like I have so many. And I try to be strategic about like, okay, this journal is going to be for me to track finances. This journal is going to be for me to take notes on clients. Or like, you know, if I'm researching, this journal is going to be for me to actually journal. Like, y'all. And then they start getting intertwined because I didn't bring this journal with me to work. So therefore I got to write in this journal and it's, it just becomes a whole, a whole, a whole thing. So yeah. Anyway, so I have a problem with Target, but. I feel some deliverance because usually I go to Target at least once or twice a week. On a Monday when I'm off, I'm hitting up Target as soon as I drop my son off at school. Especially during Christmas time. But I have not had the desire to go to Target. Except for today and yesterday. But I, I decided this morning... H-E-B got a tra- uh, a travel section you better go to H-E-B you got to go get groceries anyway just go to the travel section in H-E-B that way you won't be tempted to buy some stuff that you know you don't need so I'm learning y'all I'm getting there um so anyway I say all this to say um even though I cannot see the immediate results of the things that I'm wanting to see. Like the scale might not be moving. Um, my credit score might not be moving. But I'm like, okay, Monique, you only a few weeks into the new year. Yes, you've been working on these goals since what? October, November, uh, which the scale has moved. And my credit score has done some things. But it's almost like kind of going back to us being a rush microwave type of society. And so I have to remember that slow and steady is okay. It's okay for things to not move super fast warp speed. So again... We have to, when we have faith to start something, even if we've been working at it for months or even years, I've been on my weight loss journey for <laughs> like, you know, I want to say like real strong since my son was born or even before I he was conceived, like just like really intentional about weight loss, yes. But maybe even before then. I don't know, y'all. I'm just I'm all over the place. But anyway, <laughs> um I'll just go I'll just go ahead and say that I have been on my weight loss journey off and on all my life. But really more so, that's what it is. Really more so since I was diagnosed with diabetes, it became real girl you got to you got to do something different this cannot be your life you cannot allow yourself to fall into this pit of just doing and eating and whatever you want to do not exercising eating sweets eating bread you know all of this stuff so i've been super intentional since then Um. really off and on, but more so after my son was born, because I really think his birth, like, thank you, Lord, I was able to have him because that was one of those things that I was told was very impossible to happen. So thank God I was able to have my son, but he and my daughter gave me a reason to really push myself. Um I think God really knew that I needed them to to really push myself into purpose, push myself to be intentional and disciplined in the things that I'm trying to accomplish in my life. And so I'm super grateful for them and my husband as well cuz he is my number one supporter. Um So, yeah, when you start something in faith, even if you don't get the results that you want or even let's say you fall off because we all fall off. Let's say you fall off. Pick it back up and start again, like brush it off, figure out what went right, figure out what didn't go well and revamp it and start again. Like if you woke up today, that means you just have another opportunity to, to start again. It's never too late it's never a missed opportunity i i I'm just a firm believer like it's never too late for anything if you woke up today, then that's an opportunity for you to do what it is that God has purposed you to do. I don't care if you ninety years ninety years old if you still are ticking you know you're still breathing like you still have purpose um so I want to share this other scripture with you guys. This one is kind of long. But I feel it's necessary for me to read it to you guys. Um, It is James chapter 1 verse 238. Let me know when you get there. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and I usually, I love reading the New American Standard Version of the Bible. But i found that for this particular um, verses, that the contemporary English version just broke it all the way down for me. So you've probably heard this scripture, if not this whole section of scripture that I'm about to read, at least verse two. Um, verse two says, my friends, be glad even if you have a lot of trouble. You know, you learn to endure by having your faith tested, but you must learn to endure everything. So you will be completely mature and not lacking in anything. Verse five says, if any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. But when you ask for something, you must have faith and not doubt. Anyone who doubts is like an ocean wave tossed around in a storm. If you are that kind of person, you can't make up your mind and you surely can't be trusted. So don't expect the Lord to give you anything at all. Well, dang, James, did you have to read us like that? Like, I'm just saying. (laughs) So this scripture I really love this version because it talks about so many things. So if you don't have faith, um, sorry, let me go back. If you are faced with trials, tribulations, trauma, different issues come up. God may be using that to build endurance in you and strengthen your faith in him. Mm. Wow, God just downloaded this to my brain. Because we will sometimes start off with faith in ourselves. Oh, I believe I can do this, this, and this. Oh, I believe I can do whatever. Like we have faith in ourselves. But God is wanting us to, yes, have faith in yourself. By all means. But he's wanting to also strengthen our faith in him. And this is where these trials and tribulations and issues come up where we have no choice but to recognize that we have to lean into him. We have to have faith in him. And when we do that, when we get through these issues, we have endurance. We have a testimony. We have the strength and the ability to move forward and do the next thing. The next thing it says But you must learn to endure everything so you'll be completely mature and not lacking in anything. So, I think, how can I put this? I think that the faith that it takes to start something is not the same faith that it takes to finish it. You have to have some growth that happens between The first level to the next level. And then the next level to the next level. You have to have a different level of faith as you go up. And that's where the maturity part comes in. And we cannot gain maturity just from the experience itself. Yes. But gaining maturity in our relationship with God too. Mm. Y'all, this is so good to me. Because I'm preaching to myself. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway. The next part where it talks about if you need wisdom, wisdom, ask God and he is generous and he won't correct you for asking for it. Now, let's get into this next part, though. But if you ask God for something and you have faith, you cannot doubt. You cannot doubt. That's where. The faith to finish comes in because I am one of those people. I start a bunch of stuff. Have I ever told y'all all the stuff I started but didn't finish? Like, I started a jewelry business a long time ago. I was a AVE, I sold Avon a long time ago. I sold Mary Kay. Like, I started all of these businesses back in the day. And,. Gave them up for various reasons. Um, I start a lot of things and God is really pushing me, especially with this podcast thing, because I had the faith to start it and it took me years to start this thing, but I had the faith to start it. And when stuff get hard, Or when stuff doesn't look like the way you want it to. The money's not coming in like you want it to. Um, You don't have the listeners. You don't have the support of the people that you think should be supporting you. Like all of these different factors go into like, well, let me just give up. What's the use? What's the point? And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm one of those people. If it don't look the way I want it to look, then why am I doing this? And that's when it's time to go back, reevaluate. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And if I am, is there any factors of this where I need to revamp? Because the issue is you become a double minded person, or you become double minded because you can't have faith and doubt at the same time. And. The scripture just says if we double-minded, then we are unstable and we can't expect nothing from God. Doubting what you are asking God to do and bless is just going to get you nowhere. It's going to leave you stagnant. And so that's why it's so important for me personally and I think for all of us. We have to stay in our word. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to meditate on the word. And we have to, you know, after reading the word, not just saying, oh, I read the Bible today. Like, okay, so what kind of revelation did God give you about what you read today? Excuse me. Did you pray about what you read today? Did you ask God to give you clarity on that thing that you about to make a decision on? Because that's my issue. Like I jump at decisions. Sometimes I can get a little hasty, but God is conditioning me and giving me the wisdom and the discernment to know. I got to sit down sometimes and pray and make sure that my steps are ordered. And that I'm doing the right thing the right way. And not jumping the gun. Um, mm, this last point I want to make. Is. Our faith. If we started something. If you've started something. And you gave up. I am here to tell you that if you know God told you to do that thing, it could be that God told you to change companies. God told you to quit your job and go somewhere else. God told you to um not date that person because they're not right for you. And you know they ain't, but that's a whole another podcast episode, whole different one. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> um, it could be God told you not to go buy that car. God gave you the the a vision of something. Right, you started it, and you gave up. You started on. The track to read your Bible more. You started on the track to make sure that the next relationship you get into was a a good one and not something somebody where you're just compromising and settling. If you started on your quest to lose weight or do better with money, be a better steward over your finances. If you started on, you know, the rebuilding and rekindling a relationship with a family member that. You know um, God is pushing you to, to do more and be intentional in that relationship. Whatever it is that you've started, but you've given up. God is saying that it is time to revive that vision. It's time to revive that dead dream that you gave up on. It's time to revive it. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me, too. Um, Because we'll start things and we won't finish it for various reasons. And you might be feeling like you are incapable of doing what God has given you a vision to do. And you give up because it doesn't look like what somebody else is doing. We're comparing ourselves so much to other people. That's a huge problem in our world today is the the comparison issue or, you know, something bad happened and that just kind of killed the dream for you. But if you know, God gave it to you, then it's, it's time to revive it. It's time to do it. Um Because th- this is the part that gets me every time. If I do not fulfill my purpose that God has given me vision to do, then I'm not only hurting myself. There are other people out there who need what you have to give, what you are purposed to do. They need you to do the work in your purpose to save their lives. What God has purposed you to do is life changing, life saving work, and if you don't do it, where does that leave the person that needs to hear your testimony, or the person that needs what it is that you have to offer? what What does that leave that person? Because sometimes we can't, we choose not to do things. Because of how it affects us. And I get it. But a lot of times if we think about other people. We'll go ahead and do the thing. So think of if that's what it takes. Think about the other person that that needs you to do. What you have been purposed to do. So that their life can change. And you may not ever meet that person. But once you're doing the work. If you're doing what God told you to do it to do and the way that He told you to do it, you may not ever meet that person that your work is helping. But know that it's helping somebody. So I'm just gonna leave y'all with that. If you feel like what you are doing currently is not meaningful and you feel this tug at your heart to do something different, pray and ask God what that feeling is. Pray and ask God to, you know, give you wisdom and give you discernment to know what is next. What do you need me to do? So, I want us all to... Have starting faith, yes. Have the faith to start the thing. But also continue to build your relationship with God. So that you will also increase and mature in order to have the faith to finish. Because my thing is, when I leave this world, I want to leave empty. I want to leave knowing that I did what God asked me to do. And that I served him and that I served others well, whatever it is, it's time to rekindle that faith so that you can finish it. I hope this was helpful to you guys. I know this episode is longer than usual and I go off on tangents. I do a little rambling. That's just me. <laughs> but I I do believe that Everything that comes to my mind in the middle of me recording is for somebody. Um, So I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Um, Those of you who have reached out and encouraged me to keep going, to keep pushing. I love you because you are strengthening my faith to finish on my own journey so i love you guys and i hope you have a very blessed week and i will be here to talk to you again next friday bye please be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast also follow me on ig on instagram at mo lives on purpose I also have a Facebook page, Mo Lives on Purpose. And then you can also email me with any questions or any feedback that you have for me. And my email address is mo lives on purpose at gmail.com. Thank you guys. And I hope you are blessed and go and live Mo Purposely.